It's one samurai versus one army in one take. This is Scott's Up Indulgent Movie Podcast. Hello, movie friends. Welcome to Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. I am Scott, and today I am talking about a, a movie I caught on Amazon Prime. I believe it's on Freeve, which is kind of a... I think it used to be IMDb f- streaming free, but anyway. Um, yeah, it's a movie called Crazy Samurai 400 versus 1, which I think is the American title. I think the original title is Crazy Samurai Mushashi. Uh, Musa- yeah, Mushashi. Um, and uh, I picked this out based on title alone, as I'll indicate, but... Uh, Yeah, I thought this one could have been better, though, with reasons I'll get into. So without further ado, let's get started. Sometimes I like to pick a movie based on the title, which, if you're a fan of Asian action movies like I am, means that something titled Crazy Samurai 400 vs. 1 is about all you need to pique my interest. Granted, there's enough movies out there that a little something extra doesn't hurt. So how about a 77-minute uninterrupted fight scene with said crazy samurai against 400 foes? You officially have my attention. The film centers on the uh, Yoshioka clan who are reeling after the murder of one of their leaders by Mushashi, a master samurai. Hoping to reclaim their honor and get vengeance, the clan sets up a massive ambush for Mushashi under the guise of a duel. A trap (laughs) Mushashi is all too happy to spring as he begins to tear his way through a literal army of goons. I'll be the first to admit that any competently made film with a 77-minute single take is an impressive technical feat, so kudos to the filmmakers, actors, camera operators, and stunt people who put all of this together and put in the work to put it on screen. So how is it as a movie? Not as good as I would hope. Why is that? Well, there's a lot of reasons, but the biggest one is the movie's own limitation, the single-take action scene. The appeal of single-take scenes is that the action never stops, so if you're in a battle scene, it really feels like a battle. You feel as frayed and worn out as the folks fighting the longer the fight rages on. But it's also a lot easier if you have multiple focal points. For instance, the recent military action movie One Shot did something similar, but also had a larger cast of heroes who were whittled down over the course of the movie, until it's just the Scott Adkins show. It means that Adkins gets time to refresh, get into new positions, and also means you can pepper in more action variety and moments of characterization. Crazy Samurai, on the other hand, has only one central character, which means it's much more limited in terms of what kind of scenes it can piece together. And the film's go-to move is to pit our title character against a gaggle of weaker opponents and have them pick them apart one by one. That's not an inherently bad idea, since crowd scenes are an easy way to hide stunt people filtering in and out, and you're selling the audience on a one-man army concept, let's see what he can do. The problem is that Mushashi fights the entire time like he knows he's going to be fighting 400 dudes, because the film knows that. He has two to three setups that he uses over and over again, and switches mid-bout. If he's holding the sword low, he's going to parry and counter for slashes across the stomach or to the legs. If he's holding it high, he's going to go for the head. And if you charge him sword raised, he's going to cut across your stomach. No one attacks him from the back, which is a martial arts staple, but in a war movie that's this long with one fight, you'd think that someone would piece all of this together. 
Once you see those patterns, the action gets very predictable and predominantly uninteresting. The times when things do get interesting are when Musashi breaks out a new technique, like using multiple swords or swinging a sword across, across himself to save energy and parry while he regains his strength, or fighting from his knees when he gets exhausted. Unfortunately, it gets very samey very fast. Now, normally a movie with repetitive action might be able to sell itself with a big theme or characterization, but that's not here either. There's a handful of dialogue bits or people who end up dead and spout off about honor and then they die horribly. All of which is thrown into sharp focus when the movie moves away from the single take approach for the finale. I won't spoil, but in one scene you truly see what this group is capable of in terms of excellent bloody action and then wonder, why weren't they doing this the whole time instead? As is often the case with single-take movies, the limitation of the setup also limits this movie's ability to entertain. This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.